When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I need information I needed five minutes ago. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. An everything entertainment update heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. So, um, what's new in your world? Final Record Store Day could be possibly, um, it's it's a holiday for music collectors, don't you think? Oh, <laughs> so yeah. any All chance of schedule is worth noting. I remember going last year. It's just a lot of fun to Electric Fetus. It's like a big event. Uh, well, it was supposed to happen um, in April. It's always it happens the third Saturday in April, but then they uh, put it back to August and then September and October. Well, now it's going to happen on June 12th in 2021. Oh, so you got to wait a little bit longer to get your hands on those vinyl exclusives, but something to look forward to. You know, I heard that um, Bob Dylan dropped the uh, George Harrison sessions like surprisingly yesterday because it's from like, I don't know, 1970. And I think he wanted to do it so that it wouldn't become public domain. Oh, so. That's Record really news, neat. everybody. Okay, that's very, very cool. Gosh, we got an extra one before uh, music news at the top of the yeah, that hour, was the beat. A little morsel that felt it's a good. Pre-beat. I do it as a public service. People. <laughs> pre-beat. Uh, <laughs> Justin Bieber was a guest on Ellen DeGeneres yesterday, and um, his idea of having kids. He says it's in Haley's court. Uh, that the ball is in her court, but he's gonna have as many as Haley's willing to push out. Wow. I I don't care for that phraseology. Um, There's another one. And then he says that she still has some things that she wants to accomplish before having kids. So I guess that's good. That's, you know, it it is true. Your life completely changes. And so she's like, before I do that, here are some things that I'd like to do without my focus. Travel. Travel now, guys. If you can travel, travel. Dang it. Yeah. You need to have, go into debt to do it. Do it. No, that's bad advice. But seriously, if you can travel, <laughs> because get it in. yeah, I mean, to travel when you have kids is completely different. And not yes. only that, it's twice as expensive, or three times. Oh yeah, or four okay. times, Steve. Hey, right? hey, <laughs> six times. <laughs> okay, uh, it's been confirmed that season seven of Fear the Walking Dead is in the works at AMC due to the pandemic. They paused production on the remainder of season six, but it's going to return with its nine episode second half in 2021, which a lot of people think Fear the Walking Dead is better at this point than The Walking Dead. So hmm. I know that my boyfriend likes Fear the Walking Dead way better. Oh, than really? The original. Oh, yeah. All right, that is the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. That is brand new information. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 8:20.
1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071. Good morning, everybody. Saddle up your horse. It's going to be fun today on the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. We're going to be announcing a name at 1020 today. Live for free name. Person who could win 100 bucks and quite possibly even $10,000. Tomorrow morning is the big moment. 8 a.m. on the Jason and Alexis show. (laughs) The announcement will be made. Do you guys sure over there on the morning show? Because, again, there's a lot of pressure on these morning drive shows. We announced this yesterday, didn't we? On this show, we said, make sure you're listening on Thursday at 8 o'clock. We didn't know what time we are supposed to announce it today. We had to call Uh-oh. B. Arthur. She didn't oh, no. know. She's oh, like, no. let me find out for you. Um, we just, there's Wait, a did, lot did this happen on air? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're like, we don't know. And then listeners are like, oh, I think it's 8 a.m. And then Phil Jones, of course, unpaid research, researcher yes. Phil. Oh, yeah. He had screenshotted from originally oh. from our website. When we were giving right. it away, we also didn't know whether or not we were supposed to call them or if they had to call us back. It was fun. Well, we, that's we, always so. Good. What's you, wait, what, so? What is it? Are you going to call them or? Yeah, they don't have to call back within the ten minutes. I think that's what some people were worried about. So, oh, um, sure. so we are going to call them, I believe. Because we have all of their telephone numbers, and yeah. so we just you, you if your name's been called, if it gets called today at ten twenty, then tomorrow. At 8 a.m., you're going to want to be near your phone. Yes. Oh, goodness. If you if it rang at 10 o'clock and it said it was just like a, you know, a 651 number and uh, it ended up being a telemarketer. Oh, God. You know, wouldn't that just oh, be a real no. 2020 yeah, punch suck. to your nads? <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah that's just... that would suck. That would suck. But imagine if you win. Woo! $10,000. That is oh, incredible. Oh, also, um, good news, uh, the first country in the world to get emergency approval for the Pfizer vaccine for COVID-19, uh, the UK, the UK. Um, so they're going to start rolling that out. Uh, I was going to boo week. there. I, I opted not Uh-oh. to boo. Well, it's not like it's yeah, Canada. It's best not to boo. Yeah. Hey, hey, Donna. Get it. Come on, Daniel. Oh, come on, Rebecca. Don't start. Um, yeah, so that's good. That was already good. So they've got 800,000 vaccines coming um, any day now. And then I guess elderly people in care homes, of course, and care home staff, they're placed at the top of the priority list. And then followed by uh, people over 80 and health and care staff, of course, are heroes. Yes. Yeah. So I'm I sure know it'll be very what, similar here. What was the number that I read today? I think it said that only 6% of the total cases of COVID are those living in long-term care facilities, but But, that accounts for 39% of deaths. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that's the, I think that number is We're going to get the ball rolling, you guys. And then Fauci. Fauci. Says, Dr. Anthony Fauci, that is, uh, says it's possible that we could be selling out sporting events within nine months. So Whoa. he says there we're going to be vaccinating the highest priority people from the end of December through January, February and March. And by uh, excuse me, by the time I almost sounded like Fauci there for a second, by the time you get to the general public who don't have any underlying conditions, he says that's going to be starting at the end of April, May and June. So that means wow. us. And what's good what's good about that though is that even even before then uh with so many higher risk 
members of our population who mm-hmm. would get vaccinated. That already, I think, probably allows you to do some more strategic opening, but you can't fully open until the vaccine is widely distributed. That's Guys, hang on one second. First of all, Fauci, that's very satisfying to say like that. I will tell you that. <laughs> Try that off air. Um, second, this is sort of, that's rather optimistic. Coming Anytime Fauci gives any optimistic <laughs> oh, news, like, I really dun, take it seriously. Dun, dun, dun. So know, within he's nine like months. like the bearer of bad news, you know. That means like next football season, when the football season yeah. kicks off. That also means, uh, you know, as we look ahead to the state fair, that's right around that timeline. And so exactly that's a really I was positive, uh, positive thing. This is Let's only go. this is only if people, a lot of people get vaccinated. This isn't just because it's available. You have to get vaccinated. I think a lot of people are going to. Oh, gosh. Oh. I know there's going to be a fence, Don. (laughs) No, no, I'm not on the fence. I will get one. I would, if somebody said this isn't authorized yet and they walked in this room right now, I'd be like, I'll do it, whatever. That's what what I I said. I'd proudly wave my my COVID tail that would grow. I'd show people for years. That's my COVID tail. I used to not have that, so I got an early vaccine. No, I'm just worried about people who think, they still think it doesn't exist, and they refuse to believe that it exists. Yeah. That's what's yeah. scary to me, I that actually, they might not get a vaccine. I actually have um, an acquaintance in my life mm. who, when I was like, well, you know, once we get the vaccine going, blah, 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 he's like, I'm not going to get any vaccine. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I don't believe in vaccines. And like, you're like, wow, I wish we could be friends, friends, but I guess this is over. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I know. Terrible. I just, I don't understand. Let's open Why a book and let's... You- Let's talk about polio. I was just going to say, why do you think you don't have polio? Why do you think, you know, you don't have the mumps? Uh, Yeah. Measles. All of it. Chicken Uh, there Now, now different people have different thoughts about it. I know someone as well who, when I mentioned the vaccine, and I said, essentially, like, won't that be great? Because then when we get if enough the vaccine, then we can turn to normalcy. And this person... uh, sort of surprised me and said, oh, I don't know about the vaccine. And I thought, well, wait, but you're talking about, and, and we and had a conversation the complaining about, about not opening up the, yes, you know, the yeah, I, it's, a, it's a tough situation of you can't have your cake and eat it too. So if we want everything to go back to normal, we want local businesses to thrive, then I'm going to roll up my sleeve and say, put it in there. And they say, sir, you can pull your pants up too. I'm going to wait till all of England has it done and then see how that goes. How have you encountered? (laughs) I've encountered people that um, this is the people who don't believe in it. They say, I don't know anyone who's died. Have you? They think it's all like a hoax. I I always think about you, Donna, and that you have had family members. Yes. Yes. I've had a family member who happened to be in a rehabilitation center still Um, die of covid and her daughter couldn't even be with her when she passed away and that was early on and a funeral on zoom or online is it's not the way you want to say goodbye to somebody i'll tell you that here's what i would suggest is um there is there's room for everyone to have a debate which continues to this day and will continue into the future when covid is dead and gone we will still have these conversations of well i think well, I thought, and everyone will share about how 
it should be handled, when restrictions should happen, who restrictions should be upon. That will be an ongoing debate that never goes away. But all you need to do, I think, and I know pretty much jack squat about most things, is just talk to someone in the world of healthcare working in a hospital. Look at the hospitalizations number Mm -hmm. and the amount of uh, beds that are occupied and the shrinking amount of available beds that we have. That really, that to me tells the story of COVID, which is tell me what these hospitalizations are and what you have are a lot of overrun hospitals right now with people with very serious cases of it. And so, yeah, it's hard for me to understand where the folks who say uh, I believe it's a all a hoax. hoax. Well, and I yeah. have a I have a friend who just works in a, a care facility yeah. and she caught it and then her whole family, except for one person, caught it. The neighbors got it. I mean, there was like seven, eight people in my neighborhood just from one person. Right. You know, and these people are putting themselves at risk anyway. Oh, UK's I just got can't it. wait for this. I know. There'll be like a ticker tape parade. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> going to be so great. And it's weird. You'll be able to get it at Target, too. I, I don't know why that's confusing to me. What? But since it's a pandemic, so it's well, like a pharmacy. Uh, they, yeah, like at the CVS pharmacy okay. inside of a Target. But it felt like since it's a pandemic, and I know we got to go, you would have to go to your doctor's office or to a hospital. Like, you can't get bread, a sweatshirt, and a COVID vaccine, but you will <laughs> be you able to. You buy it off the shelf. It's oh, just, my God. It's just weird. Do it yourself, Kit. Uh, oh, all right, fine. I got stupid things. That, okay. Those were good things that we should know. I have stupid things uh, that you don't need to know. We'll dig into those when we come back. Things that make you go, huh? Coming up next on Don and Steve. Good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. And now some useless information. I meant to say useful. It felt, yeah, when I say it about my, it (laughs) like, hey, these are dumb things that I've provided to you. (laughs) When you say it, it kind of (sighs) hurts. The place where most people disappear in the United States is the Alaska Triangle. Alaska Triangle. I thought I'd get you. It's a large area of wilderness. And since 1988, I was five, more than 16,000 people have disappeared there at the Alaska Triangle. 16,000 in the last 32 years have disappeared in the Alaska Triangle. Triangle. Huh. It's rough terrain. I, I don't know what to do with that. I, it's rough out there. Rough I haven't out, watched yeah. you any more of that show alone. I, it's on our Neither list. We are binging just yeah. furiously 90 Day Fiance every season, one right after another. Oh so we have gosh. to, once that's done with eight seasons, are you a part of a study? Five. Yeah, no. What's happening? Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We just obsessed. A focus group? Or? Okay. So oh. Alone is the show where they have to survive in Alaska. They just or drop them. They have to operate their own cameras. Well, yeah, it starts in, uh, oh, in, in Canada. Uh, Canada. And then season three, I think they moved to Patagonia. We had started season three, but we that's a common phrase around our house. Boy, it's been a while since we've watched Alone. Why aren't we watching Alone? Alone's not giving us the Christmas vibes right now. So yeah, it's on the, it's on the back burner, as it were. Speaking of Christmas, the North Pole. The North Pole and the South Pole don't officially have time zones. In North Pole, each research station uses the time from its home country. And in the South, since people mostly fly there from New Zealand, that's the time that they use. Those are made-up time zones. Interesting. Huh. Also, coming up at 11 today, Deep Tease. I'm going to tell you about a movie that I think you should work in to your holiday movie viewing. Just came out last year. And I think... I'm such a sucker for a cozy North Pole scene. Rarely is a movie set and entirely played out in the North Pole. They usually, they're there, and then they have to go somewhere else. Yeah. And that's the case in this one, but boy, they paint a really cozy picture. I just love cozy images of the North Pole. Oh, sue me. (laughs) A female chauffeur, do I have your attention, ladies, (laughs) is called a chauffeur. Chafuse. Chafuse. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, right? Wowee, that's great. (laughs) So, well, here's how you could use this. The next time you take an Uber, if you have a female driver, when telling the story later, say, and my chafuse... Okay. The eight pawns on a chessboard. Oh, the Queen's Gambit. Everybody loves it. They're going to be interested in this. (laughs) The eight pawns on a chessboard all used to have their own names based on non-royalty jobs. So there was the gambler, the policeman, the innkeeper, merchant, doctor, weaver, blacksmith, and farmer. Wow. Huh. The Queen's Gambit is solid. I'm not at a point where I'm scratching the wall saying, please give me one more episode of this. No. Hmm. So you don't really like it, is what you're saying? I like it. I don't love it. Okay. What do you call that, Donna? Liakvi. I, I Liakvi it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't realize you only liakvi it. Yeah. It's not a love. It's just, it's cool. It's cool. There aren't a lot of gripping moments in it, though, where, you know, sometimes an episode ends and you're like, let's go. Another episode. Come on, baby. There aren't many plot twisty moments that I've experienced yet. Three episodes in. So almost halfway home or about halfway home. It's good. Now, I felt this way about The Crown when I first started The Crown, where the first episode I was like snoring. This is really lame. 
And then I realized that it's a slow burn and came to love that show. Yeah, it's like a slow and steady. Oh, I love yeah. it. So, so good. Wait. Mm. Yeah, but... <laughs> Jim Madison is the only president who had two vice presidents die in office. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, was it James Madison, the murderer? Oh. His first vice president was George Clinton, not the one from P-Funk. He died in 1812. P-Funk. His That's second fun. was Elbridge Jerry, who died in 1814. Shouldn't that it be looks Jerry like... Elbridge? No, it's Elbridge Jerry, mm. and it makes me feel like that came out of... Uh, what would your 1800s, like a name generator for an 1800s name? <laughs> oh, oh I'm Elbridge Jerry. Uh-huh. A female chauffeur. It's called a chauffeuse. Oh, yeah, we know. You want to try it again? I know, let's try it with a different tone of voice, seeing if maybe Donna had a time to simmer and was going to be more open to it. How many people die in the Bermuda Triangle? Is this really part of your... your No, now I'm I'm circling back, because I always bring five. Uh Sometimes we only get through two, because one springs forth new life, and that's a beautiful, organic moment of this show. There are other times when none of them really seem to tickle anyone's fancies i feel like you removed something that i put in here today i shifted it downward to see something say something because this struck me as more of a conversation piece as opposed to oh you know a female chauffeur is called a chauffeuse we can't get into the monoliths in romania vanishing and us being deeply concerned about alien invasions Mm -hmm. in that same chauffeuse segment okay Stand down. Oh. <laughs> My dog is very overweight. <laughs> uh, Steve, your Victorian era name is Ephraim Holland. <laughs> and uh, Donna, yours is uh, Aubrey Barbary. Ooh, I like it. See, so, you know, that was kids. If you're looking to our show to figure out if you want to get into broadcasting or not. That was two different ways of supporting a bad segment. Dawn was in line with where the rest of the story was. And Donna sounded like she was kind of drunk again, didn't she? My dog is overweight. He's very overweight. I just found this out yesterday, and it's very oh. disturbing and you, very What, upset. did you just get glasses, Donna? I need the eyeball test. What are we doing? I just found it out. Oh, golly. Donna and Steve on My Talk, 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hi, everybody. Before we go anywhere, Donna, what? May, we continue the th- may we continue the thread briefly? You kind of dropped that bomb on us, and then people want to know. So, and people love dogs. Mm-hmm. You know, people have dogs as pets? That's true. So, you just found out yesterday what. <laughs> Earth knew (laughs) from the beginning. It's so funny because I have friends who are like, he doesn't look overweight. What are you talking about? I don't trust your friends. He's just a very large animal. Okay, so a very thick. He's got a thick tube on him. Yeah, but I can see his ribs when he's just hanging out. That's because all the fat on the inside is probably pushing his ribs out so far. You know what I mean? Yeah, he has that. What is it called? 
subcutaneous fat. <gasps> oh, oh fat around your organs. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's funny you say that because the doctor couldn't press on his organs because she couldn't get in there. <laughs> oh, Don, that one might have hit too close. To I mean, so here's the sitch. Okay, just very quickly. When I got my when I got this dog in January or February of this year. He was 90 pounds, 92 pounds, okay? Mm, man. The only... It's a wiener dog, by the way. This is a dachshund <laughs> that we're talking about. The only... <laughs> My only mission at the time was to get him into shape, right? So I'm like, people were like, wow, he's looking really good. I He runs every day. I'm like... Cut his food in half. I just very, very stingy with the with the treats. Um, Like I don't, I don't overfeed him. I don't give him people food. I don't know what the problem is. So I bring him in, and I'm like, I just weighed him last week, and he was about the same. And I'm like, man, he's just not losing weight. Mm. Take him to the vet. Now, it's one of those drop-off situations, so I'm in the parking lot on the phone, Mm. so I didn't see him get on the scale, and the doctor's like on the phone with me, and she goes, well, we need to try, he's very overweight, and I go, wait a second. Whoa, she said that? I go, I'm not not being defensive, I just don't know how that's possible, because I weighed him last week, he was 92 pounds, which still isn't, you know, it's not... That's pr- still heavy. Oh. She goes, he's 106 pounds. Oh. I go, my God, he oh. gained 14 pounds. <laughs> oh. How is he gaining? Uh, so, you can't tell me that's all oh, muscle. No, I hope it isn't. Oh. No, no, you don't put on 14 pounds of lean muscle in a week. Wait a minute. <laughs> so, how did you weigh your dog? Have, yeah, did you hold him on the scale? No, I couldn't go in because of COVID. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. How did you weigh the dog? You said that you had a different number oh, in the Oh, I 90s. took him to PetSmart, okay? Oh, okay. Or Petco, excuse me. So after I talked, she went and weighed him again. She's like, well, he's 105. I'm like, I don't get that. So hmm. I go, after I take him from his appointment, I bring him over to Petco. And I put oh. him on the scale. And Karen said, I'd like to see your manager. I bought him a medium. <laughs> Turns out he needed an extra large. Like No, he's like a triple X. So he was 98.6. And I'm like, how still that's too heavy. But but, but anyway, I'm stressing though. out because now he's got to be on a thousand calorie a day diet and no treats. and Oh, no treats. Poor thing. Anyway, oh. my dog is very, very fat. Well, thank you for asking. My dog that I got uh, was six pounds when we received him and is now about 21 pounds. Really fat wow. little him up. Nice, Steve. Yeah. You know, one of the main problems with uh, dog talk, shout out to Katie Kane. Don't forget to listen on Sundays, four to six. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the one scary thing is when the dog gets really hyper and wants to like suddenly run around just wait wakes up realizes people there whatever it is it happens like once a day the zoomies is what they call him as a Mm -hmm. puppy but he then would it now can jump in a full sprint up onto the couch oh and so if you're there with you and let's say a little bit of whiskey hypothetically last night and then he (laughs) jumps up and you're like whoa this thing is coming right at this i got a kid that's like snuggling next to me lou's got a baby on the other couch and it's like hey dude 
you need to chill. So we are our next phase of training is now training for off so that they're not pawing at you when you come in from the door um, and not jumping up to get food and all that kind of stuff. Do so, you allow him on the couch? We do. I have a theory with that, Which, but there are two ways to do this. Um, we're trying to train him to only go up on the couch when called. There's a way that you can just, in theory, teach them to have manners where they need, they know that they need to be asked up onto the couch. They can't just come up on their own. Sure. But I think a dog on a couch, that's what you get a dog for, right? To snuggle with them. Watch yes. TV at the end of the night. Yes, Queen. Okay. So anyway, we're working on that. All right. We're also working on um, if if you're having a little trouble with hearing us, there's some work going on. Please be patient. Thank B. you. B. Arthur's got a sledgehammer, a chainsaw. <laughs> yep, she's out there. Pliers. Like, yeah. She's climbing the tower as we speak. <laughs> That's where she takes her smoke breaks now is up there. She says she does <laughs> she it for the likes. view. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Dawn, I'm very sorry mm-hmm. about your loss. Oh, come I'm on, sorry, guys. It's, it's official. Over. I know. Hey, <sighs> Quibby went dark. Quibby's in the ground forever yeah. now. Mm. R.I.P. Did you watch anything? Well, no. mine ended <laughs> November 7th or something because when I, I signed up very early, and so my my renew date that's when they ended it for people so whenever you signed up up until oh. a certain point so did you take the app off your phone no okay but when i i think i'll just keep it on there okay. yeah at least take a screen grab of your homepage with quibi as one of the apps just to remember oh so in five yeah years 2020 when you back, yeah yes. oh, remember this also yeah, quibi. In 2020 what an amazing thing about quibi that that it did launch and inevitably die all in 2020. Yeah. And right in, like, in like six months, right? Or seven months? Because I think it started in April. April. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to tweet out a picture. I just took a screenshot of my Quibi <laughs> just for people to enjoy. And you should write R.I.P. Quee. Yeah. Quee. Well, you got to go Quee because it's short, you know. Yeah. Rest in peace, Quee. <laughs> just like Quibi. R.I.P. Quee. R.I.P. Quee. All right, so there's that. Um, Melissa McCarthy and her husband, Ben Falcone, are getting their own Netflix series. It's going to be a comedy. It's going to be cute. They are so funny together. They're both so independent. Funny. Of course, Melissa McCarthy is just a, a rare talent. Yeah. But her husband is very funny. He is. And and so they're going to star in God's Favorite Idiot. And this will be their sixth collaboration and their second with Netflix because they just did a, a feature, Thunder Force, for Netflix as well. So that's something to look forward to. Mm. And I, so he created this. Ben Falcone created this. And it's going to revolve around um, a tech support employee, Clark, <laughs> who finds love with coworker Emily at the exact same time that he becomes an unwitting messenger of God. Steve's is right up your alley. Oh, they said God. Steve's interested. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, you know, I'm a sucker for the name Clark. Clark's a good one. Yeah, Clark Griswold. You don't see that name anymore, do you? You don't. Baby you Clark. Don't. Let's bring back Clark, just like we did with Gary. <laughs> Gary's all over and the place now. Clark is a strong one-syllable name, yes, too. Yes, it's a good dog like name, Jack. too. Clark. Clark, dang it. Jack's a good name, too, yeah. 
Jack. Hello, Jack. Hello. Eric. All right. Are we doing improv now? No, 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 no. <laughs> yes, and. Uh, By and, the way, um, okay. Yep. No, you go. Clark, National Lampoons. Mm-hmm. I think Chevy Chase. Um, yesterday, Kelly Hansen, uh, I believe, called him Chevy Chase. And then we had a brief discussion as we were running out of the time. Uh, out of time, the show was about to go off the air. We had to give it over to news. But I, and because I've worked on this show for three years, where we refuse to let anything slip by, <laughs> she goes through says her thing, and I said, "Hey, did you say? Do you say Chevy Chase?" And then we had this discussion about that. And then I said, "Well, it's like you know." Like if you drive a, a Chevy, that's what it sounds like you're saying. But that makes sense. That's how you spell Chevy. Sure, like, oh, true. what do you got a Chevy? But you don't say Chase, Chevy Chase. <laughs> What's it going on there? I don't know. It's a CHCH situation. We think it's Chevy, though, right? I think it's Chevy Chase. Chevy, yeah, yeah. Chevy. Never heard anyone say Chevy. And I've never heard of another human being named Chevy. Have you? Honest to goodness. Not another so. single living soul. That can't be his real name. I'm looking this up now. Maybe he was maybe he was conceived in a Chevy. <laughs> oh Mergerd. So Chevy. Ermagerd. Ermagerd. Chevy Chase's real name. Yeah. Bartholomew. Is, it's a triple C. I'm gonna give you first, middle, last. Last is Chase, by the way. Cal. Cor- Cornelius. Oh, I love it. Crane. Yes. Chase. Digging it. Cornelius Crane Chase. Yeah, so Corny Chase is who, what he, his Corny. nickname would have been. And Cornelius he instead went Corn? to. No, no, no. Hey, oh, hungry fella. Cornelius. Oh, my Boy, God. wonder why your dog's gaining all this weight. We didn't say corn. She heard corn. She's like, but do you hear corn? You want to eat some corn with me? Cornelius Crane Chase. Crane, Crane, Crane. Okay. I like Crane. That's Six solid. Four. Ichabod Crane. Yes. Oh, he, oh, he wasn't a bad guy. I was going to say Donna might be in the... Oh, who was Ichabod Crane? Rude. Uh, uh, was that a real dictator? Wait, wait. No, what, 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 I should know. I should... had nice eyes one time in your life, and now you're labeled forever. <laughs> Ichabod Crane uh, is, is from The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Ichabod crane no i really don't i just i know no i've heard the name i don't know if somebody said hey we'll give you a 10 million dollars all you gotta do is just generally sum up who ichabod crane is i would never had gone to sleepy hollow ever ever never sleepy hollow the headless horseman johnny depp oh sure yeah there was a movie All right, we gotta go. But um, before we do, don't forget about the holiday pop-up shop. This is awesome. Our store is going to be open through December 6th, so you've got a few more days to purchase My Talk gear. You can give it as gifts. Maybe you've been wanting a T-shirt for yourself. And then all orders that you place, we'll get them to you in time for Christmas. Uh, You can check out this limited-time pop-up shop. It's at MyTalk1071.com. Keyword when you get there is store. When we come back, if you see something, you should definitely say something. We think the aliens might officially actually be here. Something's going on. They are definitely creeping people out. Giving us the impression that they are on Earth. We'll tell you where we believe they've landed most recently and 
how they've destroyed the evidence when we return on Donna and Steve. Hey, welcome back to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Cue the X-Files music. Another monolith has disappeared. It appeared and disappeared in the desert in Utah. And then shortly after that, it appeared and disappeared somewhere in Romania. For those who don't know, we should tell you what a monolith is. Yeah, 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 it's a word right. that we hear, but not everybody exactly gets yeah, it. And I did, and I thought it was like a woolly mammoth. Monolith is a geological feature consisting of a single massive stone or rock. Could be like some mountains, a single large piece of rock. In this case, it looks like one rectangular, 12-foot-tall piece of steel. They say it's like a dimly reflective metal with, like, swirlies in it. Swirlies. Swirlies. I use that word. Looped markings, if you will. A.K.A. swirlies. If you will. (laughs) I love that phrase. Isn't the best? Oh, man. The men who pushed over the mysterious monolith in Utah, they then carted it away, had a parting message. Leave no trace. This from MercuryNews.com. The account of the object's removal came from a Colorado photographer who said he was at the site late Friday. Ross Bernards, plural, who also works as a canyoneering guide. (laughs) Yeah told Salt Lake City TV station Fox 13 he was among a group taking photos of the monolith in the moonlight when four men arrived. Oh. One of them said, Hope you got your photos. Really? And then they pushed on the 11-foot-tall metal sculpture until it fell over. They broke it down, loaded the pieces into a wheelbarrow, and trundled it away. Wheelbarrow. Their motivation was apparently to prevent further despoilment of the area by the crowds who had made the trek to the monolith since its coordinates were reported early last week. So strange. Okay, so these guys didn't necessarily put it up. Mm, put it up, yeah. No. They just and took these, it down. They took it down. And they're dressed in like, um, almost if they were hauling garbage. Mm. They're in these army green a full one-piece suit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Collarbone to ankle bone, one of those thingers. Mm. So they got rid of it. It doesn't answer the question who put it up. So too the one in Romania, which was up and now is down. Hmm. By the way, that X Files song and that show always scared me. I had a nightmare where I was stuck in a chair, couldn't move, and a scary episode of X Files was on. But that is a great song. That is very well done. It's good. It's very pretty. I love it. I love it. What are we going to do with this monolith situation? I don't know. Is Where's it, it going to pop up? It's gonna, where do you think it'll pop up next? Somewhere like is it, Africa? 
You know, you guys said Banksy. You're the first people I heard say Banksy yeah, yesterday. that's a good one. That's a decent guess. Mm-hmm. Could it be? But how are you just waiting for years for this to be? I mean, because it was discovered by a helicopter view. We're counting bighorn sheep. So it's oh. out in the middle of nowhere. They're just, I mean, so you put something out there and you think this could never be found. And then you, you wait for the media to, you wait for media, what, for 20 years or maybe six months? Who knows how long it was out there? It's kind of fun if you're the artist. Yeah, yes. it is. Like, is there another one already up that we don't know about? There, I, I just, um, yeah, that's true. There probably is. I'm going to put one in my yard for Christmas. Oh, I love it. Next to your big skeleton? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it a Banksy? Is it a message from space aliens? Uh, the Twitterati are a buzz over the mysterious, whatever that word is, found in a remote Utah desert. I don't, so they're speculating the Banksy thing, too. Wow, hmm. that's so random. Wow. Now, they say the object bears no resemblance to a Banksy piece. But wouldn't that be super Banksy of Banksy to do? Right. Mm, like yeah, some weird something new. gorilla art. Yeah. Hmm. Or Banksy's cousin, Bunksy. <laughs> if you like Banksy, <laughs> you'll love Bunksy. <laughs> I work entirely in metals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one extraterrestrial expert said that these finds aren't all that rare. Really? But does that mean that oh. they are... He believes them to be alien ones. It is very, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see these guys tip this thing over, man. So there's video of them tipping it over? Somebody took a video? I I think. Okay. I didn't even know that people were out there taking pictures. Yeah. I I guess so. I'm just so disillusioned this year. I don't even care about alien stuff. Right. Usually I'd be all over this. I'd be reading about it for two hours. But right. Now I'm like, ah, eh, it's probably just some prankster. Because we're all zombies but- now. We're just like, uh. It's true. How sad. <laughs> all right. There is, there is not video of them pushing it over. There is video of the guys who do push it over, though, circling it and trying to make a little sense of it before they tip it and run. Uh, now a different story about a guy. A guy who really wanted the new PS5. Hmm. His wife didn't want him to have the PS5. I get it. Sometimes that happens, right? I mean, why? I mean, why Why deprive him of his... Some people well, see it as fun. competition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Some people see it as oh competition. Oh, my gosh. There could be a situation maybe where um, husband plays video games and doesn't help um, spouse with kids and other house duties it could become an addictive thing sure. where you're just like oh i gotta get on this. that makes sense you just Maybe. need to find another addict like yes me. <laughs> that's right yeah that's right and then but you don't I'm have to available. deal with sorry <laughs> <laughs> well there was a guy in taiwan named jin Wu, and apparently his wife didn't like it when he played video games he managed to get his hands on a new playstation 5 they're pretty difficult to find at the time he came up with a master plan for having it in the house he pretended it was an air purifier Not a terrible idea because the PS5 has this really sleek, modern look to it. And they actually have a side-by-side of it next to an air purifier. (laughs) And it really looks like an air purifier. Unfortunately for Jen, his wife quickly figured out what it really was. And she sold that PS5. (gasps) According to the guy who purchased it. It was the cheapest price for one he'd seen. You know, that's when she was like, I'll put on for 50 bucks. Get this out of here. Get it out of here. 
Oh my gosh. Wouldn't you be so mad if that was yours? And Grounds we, for divorce. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and now we dance. Oh, dancing. Um, hey, when we come back, um, uh-huh. maybe you want to smell like Drake. I don't know. Maybe you don't. I'll tell you how you can and also how you can get a Foo Fighters taco. Also, Spotify's most streamed musicians and podcasts. We'll go down that list here when we come right back in the beat on My Talk 107.